0: we're back. We're in 1935. We're way back.
1: We're way back. We're way back. Yeah. We're still way back. I know. But we're
0: going to be way back for a minute, but
1: um, I'm okay with it.
0: <laughs> I'm okay with it because I all both of these movies were great and also have like interesting backstories, so that's fun.
1: Yeah. Uh a true crime moment.
0: Yeah. Oh and, yeah, it felt yeah. very modern.
1: Yeah, to have oh, a true
0: crime moment.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: In a way, both these movies feel pretty, uh, like modern. You know, <laughs>
1: they're super modern, but they're also quite—they're super different.
0: Oh yeah, very different.
1: And well, we're talking we have, about Tony, by yes. directed by Jean Renoir.
0: Yeah, sort of classic art house, um, fair aesthetics. Yeah. It could be. Honestly, it reminded me so much of like the Agnes Varda, La Pointe Court, like that era of like naturalistic
2: Mm
1: -hmm.
0: realism, all of that. Like aesthetically, it could have been in the 60s.
1: Totally. To me. Uh, Yep. That's exactly what I was thinking last night when I was doing some reviewing.
0: Yeah. It's like back to black and white, like Mm -hmm. um, on location. Small budget, yeah. all of that stuff.
1: Yeah. But the women also look kind of 60s. But we'll get into yeah. all of that in a minute. Because we also yeah. watched Devil is a Woman mm-hmm. starring girl. Marlena Dietrich. What a star. What a... Wow. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And this is her last film with Joseph von Sternberg after they had this like amazing seven film run six uh-huh. in hollywood three super successful two duds and then this was the nail in the coffin
1: a good nail a, a golden nail in the coffin
0: like speaking of art house it gets like rediscovered in the 80s and people are like oh actually this is amazing they like Fucking destroyed the film. The only mm. reason it got re-released in the 80s was because Marlena Dietrich loved how she looked in this movie and uh, kept a copy of the film. And so they use her copy to make copies to
1: re-release the movie. That's crazy.
0: Isn't it? I love that. Well, it's
1: crazy that they just... What? Why would you... <laughs> I know! This movie? What's... This movie they yeah. destroyed? There's uh...
0: nothing... Like, nothing wrong with this movie.
1: No. Spain hated it. It's, like, way better than Star Wars. Oh, my God. You know, throw Star Wars away. (laughs) Don't throw anything away. No, we don't need to throw Star Wars away. I thought by the
0: 30s we were over our throwing things away moment. Because, like, in the 20s it was just like they were making so many films and it's just, like, they couldn't store it and, like, archiving and, like, Whatever. But like by the 30s, when you have like these huge studios, it's like, come on, just keep it in like a back room. Let it get dusty. Sure. But like you can't keep it. Yeah. Maybe that's some Hollywood lore, but that's what I've read.
1: They left all of the gore from Leatherface, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3 on the cutting room floor, and they didn't save it.
0: Oh, my God. Probably
1: wouldn't have made it a better movie. But still, it's kind of like it was to to. Make it rated R instead of NC seventeen.
0: It's like just keep it. Now they keep fucking everything. Beyonce has a personal archive and shit.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Like Prince. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Gotta do it yourself. Mm Mm-hmm. There are seven the version we saw of The Devil is a Woman, it is missing 17 minutes. Okay. That were cut for censors. Yeah. Um, including like Dietrich performs a song called If It Isn't Pain, It Isn't Love. Uh, so that's gone. Yeah. But they did want to shoot her at the end to like in that classic, you know, flesh in the devil sort of way where like the bitch must die for like her uh-huh. like manipulation of men or whatever. Right. But Sternberg nope. was like, no, nah, I'm not doing that. Yeah, and so good. he didn't.
1: Yeah, she just gets to like ride off into the sunset, which is way more realistic. Yeah, let's fucking be real. Like all kinds of people exist and they don't need to be fucking punished for it.
0: They don't have to be anyone. perfect. Shouldn't hurt anyone. No.
1: Just some She hardly feelings. did anything,
0: honestly, if you really break it down. Well,
1: yeah. Get a life. Oh, you're going to
0: die for breaking hearts? Give me a break.
1: Well, shoot me then dude i mean just kidding it's like (laughs) yeah like um yeah how many hearts have i torn to shreds
0: (laughs) such a shredder (laughs)
1: yeah uh ninja turtle's always trying to kill me um (laughs) but i don't know that thought's gone bye (laughs)
0: where should we start
1: oh I don't know do we want to start real and get wild or get wild and go real
0: oh my god you know something that I didn't do what is the history of 1935 I guess I'm out of practice
1: oh that's Um, okay I mean
0: I'll do it on the fly let's do it on the fly
1: okay on the fly backstory of the narrative of the year 1935 in the world that we live yep. on, on this planet. Go.
0: Yep. Okay. Let's see here. Mm-hmm. What do we got? What do we got? Um, what's interesting here? Oh, David O. Selznick, uh, his own Hollywood studio this year. He leaves MGM, um, and they start producing films. He starts producing films independently. Um, and so he'll be like a huge fucking player in these coming years. But I didn't realize this is the year he leaves MGM because he's like such an MGM guy.
1: Yeah. I can see his face, do, do, do. which is really strange. Yeah. It's a strange thing to have locked in my brain.
0: Yeah. What else am I looking at here? First werewolf movie is made. Oh. We are still in this like horror
1: is it? Um, is moment. it? Is it The Wolfman?
0: It is Werewolf of London from oh, Universal. Okay. Wolfman comes later, 1941. Oh, okay. Lon Chaney, our boy. Right. Um, good God. This isn't like that much. Some Shirley Temple stuff. The first tap dancing she's doing with Bojangles. Very exciting.
1: <laughs> tap, um, tappa, tapa tappa.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Porky Pig makes his debut. Uh-huh. Um,
1: representing people who stutter. Yeah. Worldwide.
0: Yes. Uh, the Marx br- yeah. brothers star in their first feature film for MGM, A Night at the Opera. Um, but that's like after they leave Paramount. So that's just like a studio move. That's not so exciting. Right. I guess. I don't know. This is like not. There's like some merging, like 20th Century Pictures and the Fox Film Corporation merged to 20th Century Fox, which remains for like quite a while. But besides that, it's like some company merger. We have David oates Selznick leaving and making his own thing and then Porky Pig. Otherwise, I feel like we're just like going along (laughs) with the Hayes Code. Like it's in place. Uh It's fucking savaging movies and Um, making everything fucking boring. Right. Um... And unsexy, but otherwise, we're like kind of in like a stasis moment, like still, you know, some gangster film, some horror, and then a lot of the same like sort of melodramas. Not unlike The Devil is a Woman, I'm sure.
1: I watched um, Blonde Venus as well.
0: Oh, I was going to try to do that. And I've seen it, but it was a long time ago.
1: That's pre haze Code. And Mm -hmm. Uh, I recognized that sort of pre-Hays Code people got to, these actors got to sort of portray real people. Like they got to uh, really sort of sink their teeth into a character. And then post-Hays Code, they had to pretend to be people who were sexually repressed.
0: Right, it's, like, very one-dimensional then. Yeah. It's just, like, everything flattens out to be, like, not misunderstood at any moment about, like, right. intentions and, you know, morality and all of this stuff that's, like, way more interesting when it's muddy because no one is yeah perfect
1: in this way. Yeah, everybody, everybody's, everybody thinks before they act. Yes. Everybody's got responsibility to keep themselves, you know. Uh, clean. I don't know.
0: Yes. Clean is a good word because it's like gross and doesn't exist. It's just like socially constructed but like this obsession with cleanliness. Right. Sanitization is uh-huh. like a perfect description of this moment. Right. Yeah. I just remember Blonde Venus for like the looks and I just looked it up that the costume designer on that movie was this Travis Travis Banton Uh huh who, like, often worked with von Sternberg and the art director of lots of Sternberg movies, this Hans Dreyer, who also worked with Lubitsch. Um, sure. is kind of amazing. Uh, and, like, all of this... I love this costume designer. His, like, all the veils and, like, tr- like trains and, like, everything kind of just, like, sweeps into a room. It's, like, so yeah. much look.
1: I mean... Ugh, everything is so much look. Let's just, we'll just, we're already talking about it, so we should oh, just yeah. do Devil as a Woman.
0: Let's do it. And I'll what start with Travis title. Banton because it's pretty interesting. So, like, so Joseph, it's released in March uh, 1935,
1: March 15th. Oh, three um, days before my birthday.
0: Mm. Oh, perfect.
1: Just in case anybody's interested in sending me something. <laughs> yeah. You know.
0: We need a PO box. Um, it stars Marlena Dietrich. This is, I think, I said it before. The their seventh film together. It's their last film together. Um, we have Lionel Atwill as uh, Captain Don Pesqual, um, Captain. Captain. And, <laughs> we have Caesar Romero as Antonio Galvin, and there is an interesting. Sternberg was like famously. Tough on set, he like enjoyed being tough. He like demanded total silence, and he was almost like a marionette with like his direction of actors. Like it was v- down to like very minute direction. Like he just sort of was into that form okay. of direction, not like ooh, imagine this feeling. It was like put your chin down, put your eyes over here, like uh, okay. whatever. So uh-huh. controlled. the first very controlled, and like he like in he like got off on like making things difficult he acts like it was just necessary but right. i think he was a bit of a dick um so the dude that played antonio originally lasted one day the dude that was cast and uh-huh. he didn't get along with sternberg and he was out of there and uh later, cesar baby. romero went on to have like this very long lovely career he like plays the joker in the batman mm-hmm. television series mm-hmm. and is like beloved mm-hmm. um He's very hot in this movie. They're both very hot. Lionel Atwill not as hot. Some people think that he bears the captain. Uh huh. Uh, People think that he. Some people think that he's like a stand-in for um, Sternberg himself. Okay.
2: Yeah.
0: And they're rumored to have had an affair. Who knows if it happened? Marlena Dietrich has a very interesting personal life which I covered for How Sweet It Was this week.
1: Yeah, I saw um, Wait, hold on. Yeah. Who had yeah. an affair? The captain uh, and Marlena? No,
0: um sorry. That was confusing. Sternberg. People think that maybe Sternberg and Marlena Dietrich had some kind of romantic life. Oh, uh, okay. So, yeah, because she was married pretty young and had a kid, but she only lived with her husband for five years, and then she was... Um, had affairs with both men and women but she was like uh-huh. famously private and if you like her you should watch the fucking 1984 documentary Marlena it's incredible she won't appear on screen she refuses uh-huh. uh, she said she's been photographed enough yeah so it's very behind the scenesy because uh-huh. it's just like the director's like I don't know what to do if I like can't show you it's like right. flashbacks only go so far so it's like it shows like she talks about her contract a lot, like her contract on for the documentary film, and she's just like really tough to work with. Right. Yeah. Um so it's like an intro like she won't talk about shit. It's very much like, well, my contract says oh, But know? she agreed to do this documentary, so it's just yeah, like funny under her to own, watch him.
1: Yeah, you know, like um, on like on her own terms.
0: And it's an amazing film. The director is amazing. He really made it work. And like, it's probably a more interesting film for it than if it was like some kind of...
1: Just talking head. memoir, Right. I think I'm so wrapped up in the idea of privacy because this just doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. I know. She
0: kept it till the end. She like... Mm-hmm. We know that she had these affairs and she wrote a book. Also, I feel like she just did shit for the money at the end and mm-hmm. was like, kind of like, yeah, I work because of the money. So I'm sure she got paid for the documentary and was like, sure, I'll do this. Yeah. But uh, yeah, she performed for like years until she like broke a hip or a knee. I forget which.
1: Yeah. I think she falling fell off, off the stage. Of something. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. But I mean, she, she, fell she off was the like a love boat. What
1: she fell off the love boat?
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, she's. Fucking did she ever? I wonder.
1: Did she ever do the love boat?
0: I don't think so. Her last thing that she did was with David Bowie, like a minor uh, role in what's that Bowie film?
1: I can find out very really quickly. The man who fell to earth.
0: Uh, Let me see. Labyrinth? Just a gigolo. Oh. 1979. She okay. has like a very minor role. But it's kind of a cool way to go out. With like, you know, she's from a totally different era than <laughs> Bowie, but yeah. then she like looks real cool like in um, right. that context. So yeah, it's like we have uh Sternberg this time. He often worked with... Uh, the cinematographer, Lee Garmas, but this time he chose to do the cinematography. So he's the one that's like choosing all those glorious shots on Marlena Dietrich that she like loves. Um, right. And that's why this is her favorite movie.
1: So, she likes wait, how she Sternberg, looks. <laughs> Sternberg photographs this film. Yep. Okay. Yep.
0: But he does work with the art director, Hans Dryer again, mm-hmm. and this costume designer, Travis Banton. And their Hollywood, it was so-called Hollywood Baroque style that they developed together. It's like, very cluttered frame. Yeah. All of the costume, all of the, like, uh-huh. many places to put your eye. Lots of texture.
1: So much stuff everywhere. The frame is just completely full. Yep. From, like, head to toe. You've got to, like, yeah. look through stuff. Yep it's like amazing and it's really indicative of a joseph von sternberg film yep so
0: sumptuous you
1: are almost like uh it's like you're jason Voorhees. you're like pov is the camera you're like Mm. peeking out from the woods to see who your victim's gonna be
0: yeah totally it's like there will be like a time that like Marlena Dietrich like your star normally a director would never like have her obscured by like a pillar or like a plant but it's like he he totally lets that shit happen right and it's we're like better for it yeah it's amazing it feels like a world
1: yeah it's like uh, you get to investigate yeah you know you get to be curious about what's happening around you
0: yeah and it makes rewatching like an enjoyable experience because
1: right there's so there's, much like, going other things on. to look
0: at each time
1: yeah there's that weird little side plot with the with the mayor
0: oh yeah Governor. which is like
1: a little like sort of humorous kind of uh comic relief moments
0: well, he's also, like, horny for her in the end, too, which is so funny. Right. It's like, <laughs> goddamn, like, I can tell she's hot, but, like, how hot is she? Mm-hmm. Like, are her pheromones just, like, popping in a way that, like, no other woman's can? Like, this is wild. Well, clearly. Didn't see that coming.
1: Yeah. I could understand why Spain would hate this movie, though.
0: Yeah, because of the, car- you know, the police character- shit.
1: A, yeah, but it's also... It a, makes them look stupid as fuck. It's also a caricature.
0: also like get over yourself like no one's saying that this is like how it's really going in Spain like you just they wanted to set a film in Spain because it's like carnival when we show up and she gets to wear all this like amazing Mm -hmm. clothing that makes sense in this setting but might not make sense if we were just in Chicago or whatever
1: I mean people love making up fake problems yeah they're weenies i.e. drag
0: it's, oh, my God.
1: It's not a real problem. Yes. And this movie it's is in a drag.
0: Problem. Yeah, it is. For <laughs> you know, sure. All
1: that, like, all that decoration. This movie is, like, full-blown in drag. Everything yeah. is.
0: Dietrich is definitely in drag. And, like, I would argue that um, our revolutionary what's-his-butt <sighs> jawline.
1: Romero, uh, Antonio. Cesar yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I kept calling
0: line. him jawline in my yeah. notes because you open up and he has that mask on and he's just like, ooh, this jawline. Yeah, it's like totally. such a sexy jawline. Yeah. Um, he's like, and you know, because it's carnival or whatever. Like he's in a bit of drag with his like mask and his hat and his like little like suit. Like, you yeah, know. yeah. I he's mean, in everybody. costume.
1: And costumes are drag.
0: Right. Dressing yeah. up is drag for sure
1: you know the oscars are drag
0: mm-hmm. i agree so yeah we're like hitting rachel dozel this...
1: she's in drag who <laughs> Rachel. Who? never mind
0: no. rachel dozel oh god i oh saw my her god. i
1: just i saw her that was up. i saw her in public because she lives here you know
0: what i did not know she lives in tucson
1: yeah That's really the only reason I'm dropping that name right now is because I saw her over the weekend. That's amazing. And I was like Is she
0: still trying to Uh pass as a black person? No way.
1: Yeah. That's incredible. She was dressed up. Oh. In a in a very like non dressy place. Non dressed up place.
0: Huh.
1: I think she was was taking herself for a walk. I think she was trying to get noticed. (laughs) Bitch, I saw saw her.
0: (laughs) Holy shit. Um, I'm glad you shared that story. You almost weren't going to.
1: I almost wasn't going to. Fascinating. I'm sure everybody's sick of me talking about it. I was like, guess who I saw?
2: Oh,
0: (laughs) well, I haven't heard.
1: You haven't heard. The
0: audience hasn't heard.
1: (laughs) That's right. Rachel Dozell, uh, she's out there. Really the only yeah. like reason I am obsessed with it is because I love uh, Queen Speech 4 by Lady Lesher, where she raps. She has a she has a verse. A quick mm-hmm. little a quick little thing about Rachel Dozell. That's uh-huh. like that's why I am into it is from that song. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. <laughs> Crazy
1: anyway Uh, anywho yeah so
0: we're uh, Sternberg loves some drag oh I should hit on so like Sternberg enjoyed this like amazing rise in Hollywood like the next big thing because he did this film that like Charlie Chaplin and United Artists and Douglas Fairbanks loved called The Salvation Hunters in 1925 Um, they made it for $4,800 it was like it super hit like with the like artists of the day, you know, the film artists of the day. And sure, then it starts not going well. So it's like
1: for Sternberg,
0: for Sternberg, okay. like he has disputes with United Artists. Um, he gets released from his contract, then he links up with MGM, he makes a movie with Chaplin. Uh, Chaplin didn't like it, uh-huh. then he goes to Paramount. Um, and then he does get a hit with a gangster film underworld in Ooh. 1927 okay um and then around that is when he starts to work with dietrich and does this string of films um right and it's like this one that super hits and then three that hit after that when they move over to hollywood and then there's two duds uh-huh and then there's this movie so that's where we're at like they're trying to like pick themselves back up out of this rut. Right. Um, um it doesn't work <laughs> for them. No. I think people were also kind of sick of the shtick with Dietrich because she does uh-huh. like, you know, after this movie doesn't do well, Paramount starts freaking out like, what are we gonna do with Dietrich? Like, fuck Sternberg. We're like booting him out of here. But we need to save our girl. Man, and so, so she makes politics. like romantic comedy and like then after making, like, some more, like, schlocky type movies, then she, like, becomes essentially just a stage performer. Like, she's not acting anymore. Okay. Um,
1: oh, God. But, like, Which, to great effect. You know, wrong turn there. Fell off that stage.
0: I know. But she, I think she loved it.
1: Falling off the stage. So. Yeah.
0: Well, she <laughs> before loved the, that happened. She, loved she was the, pretty old by the, the time the, that happened. She but. loved.
1: She loved that attention. Oh, my God.
0: She, I mean, that's her thing. It's like she loves and hates attention. She really wants to control it, and like you can't control it. Um, Not when you're in the public eye. No, you have to give up to like the, give it up to the waves of what's cut to come or whatever. But yeah, so Sternberg completes a couple more films, a few, but he's basically like in exile because it's like. Not only did he have some like misses, but he's also like not willing to like go with the status quo. So for this era, that's not going to work. Like this is the status quo era. So it's like his like emotional its interest in the emotional lives of characters and all of this is like people just want a plot that's straightforward. Right. Doesn't get too sexy. All the right people are punished. Uh-huh. Like this is not Sternberg's Hollywood. It's not going to work. Um
1: which yeah. we will likely see in coming episodes.
0: Oh yeah, for sure. We're gonna be in some not
1: not solidly sure what that looks like yet. Right. The comparison well, I mean, between like
0: we're gonna get into music.
1: We're Code. gonna
0: get into all of that. Uh yeah like fun but not deep not like exploring right. the depths of right romance and um humanity you know, humanity mm-hmm. yeah so that's where we're at and we start the film uh with um a a stamp at least on my version of this picture is approved by the Production Code Administration of the Motion Picture Producers and Distributors of America. Like, yeah. don't worry, America. Uh, this has been approved for your eyeballs. You will not be disturbed in any way, no matter what um, your belief system is. We have sanitized this so completely.
1: Yeah. yeah. That you don't Somebody have to worry about a thing. They're rubbing alcohol. <sighs>
0: yeah. I mean, there is like a little bit of innuendo. We have wiped down really. the
1: genitals of this film.
0: <laughs> they don't have genitals. Don't worry, we've <laughs>
1: removed them. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> this is ready for public consumption.
0: Yes, and it's just like, oh my god! Like it's just so. I this is the first time seeing that like sort of stamp at the beginning of a film. Right. Like. Like they have infiltrated yeah. it's
1: on. There were definitely people who were probably rolling their eyes. And there were For people sure. who and there were people who are like, oh thank God.
0: Yes. Oh. I mean, it still is like Yeah, I guess I get why they wanted to punish her because it is still like you're attracted to Concha. and you're like mesmerized by her. It feels like there's a little bit of danger there, like you're gonna be taken, like you know they're gonna be taken, and you're getting taken. Yeah. And so it's not like so chased in that way, but like literally, like some sm- smooching happens, and that's it.
1: Some smooching happens.
0: No repose, no lying down kisses like Greta Garbo no. and uh, they, they John Gilbert.
1: The the word lover is censored Mm -hmm. by a clap of thunder.
0: I know! That's so insane. Hilarious. Yeah. It's like, it's that thing of like, Mormon kids in my high school would say like, words to replace cuss words. And I'm like, well, then you might as well say it. If you're not going to like, remove it, remove it. Like, you might as well just don't say... Frickin' or whatever. Right. Or they would, like, get real creative with their, like, replacement words. And I'm just like, okay, you might as well just say the word, we know what's happening.
1: You all well, like those Orbitz gum commercials, which Farah of Rock of Love Bus, which you and I mm. watched, actually... Yes. Um, knew she was going on a television program and they had asked everyone to clean up their mouths. So she actually mm. took cues from that orbits commercial. Oh, you know, like what the French.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty funny if you're being funny about it, but if you're like a clap yeah, yeah, of yeah. thunder over a lover, it's like, you're just bringing attention to it.
1: Yeah. If you are, uh, a stripper who is vying for the affections of Brett Michaels <laughs> and yours, which finding, I would hope
0: to be honestly in my next life.
1: Yeah, and you're using that tactic. You're like taking cues from pop culture on how to not have a potty mouth. I thought that that was brilliant.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: tbh,
0: character building. Yeah, it's her thing.
1: Yeah, and she was great
0: yeah anyway so we are in carnival week in the south of spain it's the turn of the century which i just realized that like how was spain so mad about something that they were presuming was happening 30 years before like we're not even talking about your current cops bro Mm
2: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: but i do i made a note of the guards have like i wonder what they look like in real life these like shiny little hats that i'm like these are so cute They look like they're patent leather hats, like really molded little like, and there's a couple, a few versions based on like how important you are.
1: Yeah, come on. You were given cute hats. Get over it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, they look great, the cops. Um, And they're told to shut, like shoot people on site instead of arresting them because the jails will get overrun. So funny. (laughs) Mm hmm. But yeah, here we works. get our first taste of like <laughs> here we get our first taste of like this cluttered ass frame where it's just like so many streamers yeah like confetti the PAs people. that had to sweep up that shit i afterwards. know i thought
1: oh about my that God. It, it was like holy shit <laughs> <laughs> picking confetti out of their teeth
0: yeah, yeah. streamers was-
1: out of their butt cracks so much stuff oh my god so much stuff costumes big giant heads
0: oh my god all the paper mache you know
1: like just yep crammed onto a set
0: yes we are on set this whole movie which is pretty incredible because it looks pretty great you know like it looks very ornate it looks like i feel like i yeah, I'm it in looks, a world.
1: Yeah, it looks fake, but, yeah. like, in a in the most amazing way. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, And she comes out, like, on this, you know, in this parade with that iconic veil that has, like, the pom-poms on it. Like, the yeah. little pom-poms. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, my God. Everyone yeah. should be wearing pom-pom veils. Can we all just wear veils? It's, like, the one thing I feel like you can't really just go out with without drawing eyeballs and question marks but a veil is such a good fucking look
1: if everybody was wearing them no one would care
0: i know we should all be wearing them why save them for like your wedding day which has all these like nasty connotations about the veil anyway like let's bring the veil back yeah for every day and get rid of it for wedding day yeah this is what i'm proposing
1: this is the bitch you're gonna marry
0: yeah (laughs) Don't worry about how she looks until it's too late. Um, oh, and then we get to see our main dude with his mask on and his hot jaw.
1: Is he the main he's dude? He's very
0: handsome. Whoa. Well, okay, so you well, think he's going to be the main dude. Yeah. But then the most of this movie is told in flashback uh-huh. with the experience that his friend, yeah. the captain, had, like, who knows how much, how many years ago. Like, it's unclear. So, it's like, yeah, it's wild how much of this movie is told in flashback, but like, he's our lover boy. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. He's like, he's, our he, he's like our. He's the heartthrob. Ooh, romance. Yeah. Right. He's the heartthrob. Right. So, he's my main man, but maybe not the main man. Right. Uh. So, we meet our hot guy. Yeah. We meet our main m- main man for me but soon to be upstaged by good old captain. Um,
1: Yep. They eyeball bang.
0: Yep. They definitely do. He's stricken, of course. Uh Uh-huh.
1: By a masked, veiled.
0: Oh yeah. They can hardly see each other. It's very Romeo and Juliet.
1: Right. She's like, check out that jaw. I mean and, and he's his little like, mustache. Damn he's look hot. At, she's he's like, got like
0: a good mouth, a good nose. He's got a lot going on. Yeah. I'm into him.
1: And he's like, damn, look how big her fucking horse and carriage is.
0: <laughs> look how long her veil is. Mm-hmm. Uh
1: yeah, but she's straight up in a big old horse and carriage yes, situation. She
0: is. Yeah. And he chases her back to her house. Uh huh. Not at all alarming. Uh
1: not at all. <laughs> Goddamn dog.
0: Yeah. And we find out back there they have their like little interaction. He wants her to come out with him. We find out that he is a revolutionary, a revolutionary. Uh huh. And that like he's like wanted. He's like a wanted man. Right. And then he goes and meets with his friend, the captain. And this is where like all our um, flashbacks right. begin. Yeah. Right. Because. The captain says, like, oh, you have a date with Concha. Mm-hmm. I know let a me, thing or two about Concha. Let me tell, let you, me me tell you something,
1: something about <laughs> Concha. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's got a huge carriage.
0: She's got a huge carriage and some baggage, maybe, potentially.
1: A little bit of baggage. Yeah. And we meet her on a train. Mm-hmm. I mean... You know her her pedestrian life version of her outside of her introduction, where she's a mystery woman, and now we're learning about her, and she's sassy.
0: She's very sassy. She gets in a fight, and she's had a lot of jobs.
1: She's had a lot of jobs. She gets in a fight on the train, Mm -hmm. uh, which she pretty much provokes.
0: Trips this lady. She trips the dancer.
1: Yeah, trips this woman because she's annoyed with her. Yeah. Which that woman was annoying.
0: That woman was annoying and also conscious, used to getting what she wants. And what she wanted was some peace and quiet.
1: And she didn't want birds shitting on her shoulder.
0: Fair. Fair. Oh my God. But she has like a duck or a goose in that weird basket.
1: Yeah. It's like that was amazing. Yeah. Just sticking his
0: little head out of like some straw
1: basket. Yeah. That's like the OG. I'm taking my dog on the airplane.
0: Oh my God.
1: (laughs) Back then, it was a goose or a duck. A duck. It was a duck. If it were. Do you think
0: it was a duck?
1: It was a duck because it was like a white duck. I know, but the only difference between a
0: goose and a duck is like the neck length. And I was like, that's a long ass neck.
1: I mean, if it was a goose, it probably would have been ripping eyes out. Geese are mean.
0: (laughs) That's true. That's true.
1: Ducks are cooler. Yeah. Ducks are like quack, quack and geese like hiss at your ass. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Hell. But yeah. So like she meets the captain. She's working at a cigarette factory.
1: Uh huh. She She's like making moves. She sees all the opportunity. Yes. The She's captain like Captain coming by. Uh-huh. She's like this captain is like hot for me. He's hot to chat.
0: Yeah, and he gives her a gold coin right out of the gate. So like, come on. Yeah. Dude, what did you expect?
1: I this is a this is a full blown like uh, do it to me once. Shame on you. Do it to me twice. In this case, like 8 million times, shame on you. This this dude gets dupity-duped over and over by her.
0: I would argue he sets up the dynamic.
1: He does.
0: Like he wants, he just like, it's this idea that like, oh, I'm just going to give her money to buy her affections. And then I'm going to be mad when like her affections are like conditional, when they're not just like, It's now love. It's like, well, you didn't start with love. You started with money. So if the money isn't the, like, that's the agreement is the money. It would, it's just like absurd that he would have any kind of feelings that, like, she should now be, but I guess it's like of the era also. And like, still today, it's just patriarchal. Like, I provide and you, like, fall in line. And that's it. No discussion.
1: Like, Yeah, you give me what I expect to get by paying you. Yes. Yeah. It's crazy. It is crazy.
0: But she brings him home to her mother. Uh-huh. And she has a little fish on, like, essentially, like, a necklace. I love that shit. It's like <laughs> yeah. a, a fish in a fishbowl that's probably, like, what? Like, three inches around. Right. Three inches in diameter. Mm-hmm. And it's on a little string and she like hangs it from the ceiling. I'm like, that's genius. I want that. Is that cruel to fish? Yes. Oh, fuck. Never mind. I, fish kind of freak me out anyway.
1: I don't want to live in three inches of space. I know. It's true. No one should really own fish, huh? I don't know.
0: They don't enjoy living with us. They can't like... Interact with us.
1: I don't know that they actually know how to enjoy anything. I've never no. met a fish that has a positive <laughs> attitude.
0: <laughs> no, no PMA for guppies.
1: I don't think the fish brain is like, this is fun. No. It's okay, not. Maybe it's not. not anything. It's you know? just
0: survival. Yeah. Or not. But there are tons of animal actors in this film.
1: It's <laughs> yeah, incredible. I mean, how else are you going to fill fill a frame
0: oh yeah you know you gotta, you gotta have to put everything in it <laughs> <laughs> true yeah uh so yeah we get some backstory from the mom
1: and yeah, she's she's like she is like raring to go and all they have to do is share looks yeah in order to understand like we got this dude on a leash yep you know, let's
0: go. Let's do let's, our thing. Let's
1: do this thing. They like have a kind. They're like a pair of con artists.
0: Yeah. It's kind of fun. Yeah. Well, they have to get by. I think they do. Mom has like a gambling problem or something. She's up to something.
1: Yeah. I want to know. I want part two. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just De- about the mama. devil. Devil is a woman. The mom cut.
0: Yeah. 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 Devil. The devil is a mom. Yeah. <laughs> but she says wickedness has never spent a night here but they could be rich which they she defines rich as mules necklaces and living in the country
1: yeah me so. too yeah sounds
0: good <laughs> <laughs> so yeah he the captain does he's like okay i'm gonna fund this household um right and i'm daddy yeah, I'm I'm now your benefactor. Let's go. Yeah. But and she throws herself at the captain a little bit and then he reciprocates and then she's like, "Get your hands off me." So she does set this like dynamic up where she like is constantly hot and cold, which is amusing. Yeah. And yeah. it's not like she's like, "Okay, here's the money. Like let's like all do the thing for a while." It's like he is always out when he comes back 30 times he says
1: yeah and uh yeah they go through this whole period of like she's gone she's disappeared now she's back and she's apologizing and she's like you know that you're the only one for me Mm -hmm. meaning you're the only one that i want to give me money continuously
0: well, there might be others. That's the thing we don't know, yeah, it's like it might be a cycle of right. benefactors,
1: yeah, but I mean he's always given it, it
0: up willingly. She's not a thief
1: no no, no he's he's ready to yeah, he's ready to pay,
0: yeah. No, he's into it. That it made me wonder. I was like, "How much does a captain make?" Because he's like giving her enough money so that she can like quit her job at the cigarette factory. Like, right. so he's paying her salary for how long? Plus, like for the house and the groceries and all the things for the mother. Like, how much money does a captain make?
1: I don't know how much wood could a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood?
0: <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we go back and forth. Uh, He obviously wants to marry her. She's with like a bullfighter. Oh, yeah. Uh You know, she is in a million amazing looks, including like this like thing that she's doing with the um, flowers in her hair that kind of like make up a little hat, like flowers sort of like sculpted into like a little hat, like pinned in her hair. Oh, yeah. Which I love. Yeah.
1: There's a whole lot of look going on.
0: Yeah, it's like she, gets, she can't just be dressed down, not for a moment.
1: Uh She gets a, uh, a musical number.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because then she becomes a fancy cabaret singer. Yeah. Gotta get Marlena singing.
1: Which has, like, and sort of very, a little. And she's doing very well. She does it great. And uh there is sort of, like, a little bit of a. uh it's not a blue moment, but almost vulgar where she sings, and he was the son of a... Oh. And he was the son of a... Because, you know, you don't want to say yeah. he w- he was the son of a bitch.
0: No, he's a son of a gardener. Gardener.
1: Barmer. Yeah. Uh-huh.
0: Yeah. No, it's cute. Yeah. It's really cute. Yeah.
1: Love that number.
0: Um, love that number. Don't love so much that he's like insistent that she must quit this job, but she is down. She lets him buy her, like, out of her contract.
1: Right, but Um, before that, she really does hand it to him. Oh, uh, remind me. That's when she says, like, who do you think you are? You're, you you know, are you my father? Yeah. You know, uh, do you think you are my lover? That's where they... Throw that clap. Oh, yeah, the, the yeah.
0: thunderclap.
1: And then he beats and then, her.
0: And then he beats the shit out of her. Yeah. And he even refer. I'm like, okay, this the Hayes Code is cool with beating, I guess, if she's bad right. or whatever. But, like, it is gnarly. Like, we do cut away and we just see it, like, we see shutters and we just hear the beating continue. Right. Um, But it's like, then she tracks him down the next day. And oh my God, her look here is my favorite because her bangs make a little heart. Her, like, little wispy bangs she's had this whole time that are like sculpted are now sculpted into her heart. And she has this little heart's necklace on.
1: I just want to so make cute. a quick point oh, about yeah, yeah. the beating stuff. Yeah. So in this movie, we get this beating that is behind closed doors, right? Right. And it is, and it is like, uh, Mm, you know, seemingly like a pretty rough, but yes, and and I I'm just throwing this to the to the Mamie Minnie, in those mm-hmm. movies which are like almost thirty years later, like we get minimal roughhousing of women, but it's done out in the open, mm-hmm. and is just accepted as part of a normal everyday occurrence.
0: Oh God, yeah, just like a quick slap or just, whatever.
1: Yeah, like like in the movie, uh, in Guns, Girls and, and Gangsters, when the man which I talked about oh, yeah. when the man walks in and introduce do- before he even introduces himself, smacks her across the face and says, That's from your husband. That's how he feels Ugh, about you firing right. for a divorce. That's like perfectly fine, you know. In nineteen thirty-five, we do it behind closed doors. So we get to make up our mind whether or not this man is a good guy or a bad guy or whether he meant it or not. But, like, very clearly in 1957, smacking the shit out of a woman is your right as a man.
0: And it's like you can't know whether, like, what came first, the chicken or the egg. If you, like, you know, we sanitize these movies except for the only kind of, like, violence – that was, like, acceptable was, like, this, like, sort of punishment of women. I mean, there was, like, gangster films or whatever where it's, like, Mm -hmm. whatever. But, like, for the most part, the violence you're seeing is, like, to keep a woman in line. Like, that's not going to have some kind of effect on, like, the movie-going public. Like, when there's, like, no no exploration of it. It's just, like, acceptable.
1: Right. And then, you know, when she turns up, the next day literally the day after and she looks fine
0: well that's what i was going to get to i wasn't like i wasn't trying to change the subject from the oh, beating but he says want another beating like haven't you had enough and oh then my he God, says yes. he God. refers to beating her um like either she says it or he says it like black and blue so like the assumption is for us we don't see right. any marks on her right. but the assumption is that she was beaten so badly Right. That she is now black and blue. Like it right. fucking excuse me. Like fuck you. Like right. all she did was like not marry you and like enjoy some time with like a bullfighter. Like right. she's never agreed to marry you. She is not even your wife. Like you are choosing to engage with this in whatever way you're choosing to engage with this and just having these expect un unagreed upon expectations. Right.
1: You keep throwing money at this situation to try to improve it.
0: Right, you're not getting to know her.
1: Well, he is. I mean. Just not the way that he way. expects it to be. Yeah. So.
0: So that this, Oh, yeah. So this is when he buys her out of her contract. This yeah, is how it all that, goes down. That after, crazy, after the beating. That,
1: that like that crone kind of woman.
0: Yes. What a There's weird.
1: Just, she's so great. weird. There's like she's like one of those. So the whole movie uh, is really populated with these kind of like crazy little side characters who are really Mm -hmm. like uh, uh, comically fleshed out. You know, they're very over the top because they've got these like one moment, this like one moment to shine and sort of prove who they are. Right. There's like the drunk guy that comes into the room later in the film. Yeah. Yeah. But then there's this crone who's very much has that like <laughs> the per, I can yeah. do the I can yes. do that laugh perfect right now because of this congestion. Yeah,
0: that was <laughs> It's it reminds me of like Fellini. I'm yeah. like, did Fellini l- like love uh, Sternberg? Because it's like he does a lot of that, like side characters. Yeah. And honestly, like the full-ass frame, not to the same degree, but like there's a lot going on. Right. But yeah then she does leave with the bullfighter. <laughs> but it's like honestly like yeah. punish him now.
1: Right. Like so, fuck you. Yeah.
0: But he's like totally destroyed by this. Like it becomes a scandal. Mm-hmm. I don't know how people catch wind of it, but there's like an investigation. There's a scandal. He resigns his job.
1: Oh, I guess I the missed that part. Deal.
0: Yeah, that's what he says. Because it, I think it's like kind of shoehorned in here. So later, right. Antonio is like, "You ruined my friend," and right, it's like, right, right. so you have to like add like another layer of like it's not right. just that he's broken hearted, but he's also ruined. But right. it's like it hardly makes sense.
1: Right. And then they have a duel because turns out, uh, Mr. Jawline, Caesar Romero, does in fact for Concha all this is all like you know what are we going to say this is like we get all, the 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 bulk of the film is the telling of uh Concha and the captain mm-hmm. up up to now we're moving on from the story has been told and and we progress probably what like the last 20 minutes of the film
0: yeah, it's kind of a short film. It's like an hour and 20 minutes total.
1: Yeah. So we get we get to progress from this little cafe. And it's like, okay, now we're moving on, you know, the cafe where this telling of the backstory is. And yeah. uh, he goes to, to Concha and is like, you bitch, how dare you? Yeah. And, but then he
0: falls for her anyway.
1: Right. And she's like, well, you showed up. <laughs> So yeah. then they make big plans to go to what? Paris?
0: Paris. Yes.
1: And, uh, and uh, the captain is not having it. And then nope. they decide to duel.
0: Which is very flesh in the devil.
1: Very flesh in the devil. And also very like, I know how we can solve this.
0: Yeah. Which is like, like, yeah, guns. Let's shoot each other. Yeah. And, uh, when they go to shoot each other, the captain doesn't even, he's a very good shot. We've been told and we see because he shoots through the, she's the queen of hearts and he shoots through the queen of hearts card. Right. Like perfectly. Right. Right. Um, Which is a cool visual. Right. But, uh, yeah, he doesn't even try to shoot his homie, but his homie shoots him.
1: That's right. But
0: he's not dead. He's just injured.
1: He's injured gravely. Gravely? Yeah. No. Eh, does no. that
0: mean you die?
1: No, I was going to say mortally. Is no. He's not mortally wounded.
0: Seriously.
1: He's in, yeah. He's in, <laughs> he's in stable but serious condition. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And uh, our Antonio has to. He's, you know, he's a wanted man, so they're fucked because...
1: And they do get you're him.
0: You're not allowed to... What's that? They get him. They get him. They and get so him. so she has to try to get, free him. And she which does. Which she does.
1: Because she goes yeah. to that mayor and she's like, hmm, free him for me.
0: Yeah, and he says you're the only woman in town worth fighting for.
1: Right. It's so like, okay, that dude. Is, oh, that is one of those nods where it's like... She was probably playing him, too, for years.
0: Could be, but it doesn't seem like they he's ever gotten anything out of it before. It seems like he's just been watching her. But I right. don't know. Who knows? Right. I'm sure she has others.
1: Yeah. Oh, so and then-
0: in this scene, she has a scarf embroidered with concha on it. That's so cute.
1: Oh, yeah. So she cute. sure does. I mean, I could talk about her costumes
0: forever. Like at one point, I think it's when uh, she meets with Homeboy. Uh, She's wearing this like shimmery number with this like lace thing, and I just wrote, "She looks like a hot ghost,"
1: (laughs) which she did. Hot ghosts. And at the duel
0: and on, she's all in black again, right? Which is, you know, fitting. And then she leaves homeboy at the train. He gets on the train and she's like, eh, nah.
1: Yeah, he gets on the train and she's like, I don't want to go to Paris with you.
0: <laughs> why not?
1: I mean, why? You know? I don't know. Like, Are you he's at least going to fuck? He's not that interesting either.
0: I don't know. He's like a hot revolutionary that's like on the run and... Whatever. Cute. I don't really like. I would probably do it. She's not a romantic. She's no. a pragmatist.
1: She is.
0: But she's very cool.
1: I'm not going to say that I relate, but I kind of relate.
0: I don't relate, but I enjoy to watch it. I'm always a little bit like, ooh, like how do you do that? Like make decisions with your head? What's that like? Well, it's interesting
1: yeah it's fun it's a fun movie
0: yeah because there's so so much going on well it's carnival like thank god it's just like ugh the screenshots I took so many screenshots because it's like there's like a person like dressed as a bull like there's like so much all those paper mache heads right Everything. And it's like it only in the beginning we are like in the carnival, but then like later it's just a thing that's happening around them while they're like trying to sort some things out. Right. And so it's like almost more fun then. There's just like, you know, a big painting in the background and like loads of streamers, but it's almost like a side. It's a, apart from them.
1: Right. It's cool. It is apart from them.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like this movie. Me too. I love Martina Dietrich
1: and I, Joseph von Sternberg. Yeah. I'm going to, you know, I said I watched uh, Blonde Venus. hmm And I definitely want to watch more. Yeah. Of that pairing. I want to watch The Duds.
0: Oh, yeah. It's like this is a dud supposedly and it's right. like not none of them but i think it is hard to like have the same pair for that long for the public it's like okay we have we seen this but it's like i love that shit i love almost like a rewatch, but like a different take into it
1: into it
0: so yeah should we talk tony now
1: yeah, Tony. Tony.
0: We're going from Antonio to Tony.
1: That's right. Uh, so Tony was shot in the fall of 1934, directed by um, Renoir, Jean Renoir, who mm-hmm. is the child of the painter Renoir. Yeah. Uh, this movie released uh, February 22nd of 1935. Uh Renoir uh because, becomes actively involved in um film in 1924 um directs a bunch of silent films he's always chasing commercial success mm. um he gets that his first talkie is a huge hit which is uh La Chienne Which is the bitch in 1931? He really jumps on sound and really starts experimenting with sound. Immediately, he's developing a lot. lot, He's developing a lot of strategies uh, for ways to shoot with sound because it's so cumbersome, Uh, and he's really Mm. successful. Um, You know, he is pretty insistent even on in his first um sound film that it's like sync sound like
0: right direct sound
1: yeah like like not dubbed
0: right he's really against dubbing yeah but it's like god can you imagine how hard it would be to get good sound i know on this movie it was like super hard cuz there was like a military base or something nearby. Mm. <laughs> like, he had, like, a lot of problems.
1: Yeah. So he's... He directs Madame Bovary, which is, I believe, 1934 release, which... Uh, apparently, lots of problems there. Apparently, he is a difficult person. Um mm-hmm. And... After that experience, he goes out Uh, to rural France and shoots Tony, which is based on a novel, which is based on an actual event. So it's a true crime moment. Hell yeah. We open on, you know, with, with sort of that statement, this is based on a true story. Basically what I just said based on a true story, based on this novel. Um, and we're following Tony, who is arriving from Italy to France to work in this, um, you know, agrarian sort of world. France at the time is really sort of lagging in industrialization. You do see a few factories in the background, uh, which sort of Exemplifies their lack of factories, you know. Um, the rest of the world is really factoried up,
0: right? Uh, and it's like France was slow, so that's why there are a lot of foreign workers because they knew how to do stuff that the French hadn't like figured out how to do yet, right? To or something.
1: So there's a lot of um, there's this this is like an there's a, an immigration sort of tale. Mm -hmm. that this whole thing is like embedded in um but really we're here farming and like quarry work is what's going on here for these people um we've got some professional actors in the lead roles and non-professional people surrounding it which is very effective this is Mm -hmm. considered pre you know, this This precedes neorealism by like what, 20, 30 years? Yeah. And those words were not really even like a thing. So, this is sort of like one of the films that is credited as being one of the first neorealist films.
0: Yeah. I think it, like Truffaut and Rivette were like, holy fuck. Right. I mean, Renoir never really makes a film like this again. But right. this one is stands out.
1: This one did not did not perform well monetarily, no. Commercially, <laughs> also it is not it, it is only just recently considered one of his better works. I think um,
0: some people liked it at the time, like yeah, critics. Yeah, for sure.
1: But, but publicly, it was not well was received not, by the
0: public because it's not right. glamorous. And that's, I think, part of what people were used I to, this like escapism. Like,
1: this is like my kind of glamour, you know, like it's photographed by his nephew, Claude Renoir.
0: I know. So cute.
1: Yeah. Who was like 20 at the time or something. I know. And I love uh, that. It is. I My favorite. Well, I'll get into that later, but story wise, we're following... Tony, he arrives in this little town and village, pretty much, and finds work at the quarry. He's living with uh, Marie, who really and truly for me is the real hero of this story. She's the mm-hmm. one that like has the most logical speech.
0: I do end up getting the most from her character. Yeah, I love
1: because her character. Because she is
0: like, she does unexpected things, and but then you're like, oh, I get it.
1: You right. know? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Um so kind of a love triangle triangle situation. Uh yeah, Tony, she
0: really loves him.
1: Yeah. Like, but quite a lot. And is, like likes
0: taking care of her.
1: Yeah. Or him. But he's into um Josefa, who is a right, Spanish and I woman.
0: He, yeah, and she's a babe. They're and, both babes, yeah. actually. But,
1: <laughs> yeah, he sucks the poison out of a bee sting. Wasp well, that, sting. I saw
0: some things saying that, like, this is, like, the most erotic of Renoir's films and, like, citing that. And that is, yeah. like, a very horny little scene. But it's, like, this, compared to uh, The Devil's a Woman, like, we see... When we like jump ahead those years, it's like we see him and Marie like in bed together, like oh, and yeah. they're not married. They're obviously fucking, oh, yeah.
1: yeah. And it's but like, we're also we're okay. also not in America,
0: exactly. Yeah.
1: So we have this movie that is like so like beautifully stylized in this realistic way, where we've got so much moving camera in this rural setting, you know, mm-hmm. which had to have been difficult uh so uh it
0: reminds me a lot of agnes varda's move with la pointe court where it's like okay i'm gonna go to this town uh uh, and i'm gonna like learn all about it i mean she was like had connections to the town that she went to and like i'm gonna bring in two like minor actors like people that have like you know they've been paid to act but They're not like stars and that I'm going to just use everybody else that's there. Yeah. Like that's exactly what he did here. Right. And it's like it really works out. And I mean, if you know how to handle it.
1: Right. It's a very
0: rich film. Rich. Rich. In a totally different way from The Devil is a Woman. Tony and uh, Marie are in bed. They've hooked up. And it's like I get the sense that for him, this is like out of convenience, but for her it's real,
1: right. And also we're representing a passage of time. yes. so we're we're kind of here now. And it's Josefa on. has arrived. She is mm-hmm. uh, Spanish, and she does yes. speak Spanish. There are multiple languages spoken in this film. yeah, um and
0: and Marie's worried about Josefa for sure,
1: right. And, and he and, says he
0: doesn't speak to her, which is bold-faced lie cuz we can just tell from their dialogue that they're familiar with each other.
1: Right. They go they on a spend a walk. certain amount
0: of time together.
1: He, he helps her pull the laundry cart um and uh Yeah, she gets stung by the wasp. He sucks mm-hmm. the poison out. Um
0: Well, also the guy so like they take the grapes from uh, the dude that, like, it carries a gun all around town. Oh, yeah. Um, a little scary. Right. Um, And comes back around later. So, right. like, that was an interesting detail. Like, he's willing to go into the, you know, vineyard of this dude. Right. He's like a little bit. He's always got that gun around. Yeah. Ready to shoot.
1: Yeah. He's just waiting for something to happen
0: yeah
1: uh he's not tough though he's not a tough guy he's just a guy with a gun yeah um so and tony works at the quarry which is for me those are the most beautiful shots for me i love Mm. everything that's happening photographically at the quarry everything is like the most perfect black and white everything
0: oh yeah i like the quarry shots i also like that um what is it a uh, it's not probably a lake it's like a pond
1: yeah that oh, like yeah. little
0: body of water right is a great touch yeah
1: and so uh not just photographed well but photographed quite uh heroically on steep mm-hmm. hills just framed really beautifully uh really but unconventional framing can we talk about the wasp of
0: it all for a minute cuz it is there's a lot of interesting shit going on there like he makes a note that she's like not wearing a slip oh yeah
2: like she's yeah she's a yeah. bit of
0: a temptress herself right. or at least were to believe that that right. like uh she's kind of it forces this intimate moment but she's like relishing it she's like into like taking it to the next place right. but then she like plays very coy and says like we didn't do anything wrong did we tony right. and he's like right or wrong i don't know what i'm doing anymore like she's like enjoying the chase even though she right. knows that it's like borderline almost could get her like into a lot of trouble as far as Because we know from, like, lines that come up later that, like, it wouldn't be great for her if she's seen as having, like, a lane with another man or whatever.
1: As opposed to she's got to keep it, like, on the line. Right. Right. Yeah.
0: Um, It's interesting.
1: But whatever. She's allowed to not wear a slip.
0: I know, but he notes it. And then later, his boss at the quarry... Albert. Albert is also, the, the
1: grossest schemanist, grossest in the right, movie.
0: Yes. And he rapes her.
1: <laughs> he does rape her. And um then all of a sudden it's like, well, you have been raped by this man, which means that you are now beholden to him.
0: Right. Because before that, Tony had struck up a deal with Josefa's, uh oh god, this is like such a funny Uncle. like dynamic. Like <laughs> So they strike up a deal that Tony can have her, basically. And he's like, right. he really likes Tony. The dad does. Yeah. And he brings with him, Tony brings with him his friend who wants Marie, his like current girlfriend. So they're yeah. going to do this like little switcheroo move. Uh-huh. Which is like, okay, you might want to ask the gals. Right. But, okay, let's do it. Right. And... But then it's like, yeah, he sees her coming out of the bush with this man. And it's clear that something has gone on.
1: Right. Sexually. Right. And
0: so now it's over. Which she like, is he's mad. clearly
1: thrilled about. Ugh. Gross. You know, no. she's like coming out of there and she's just like, well, that just fucking happened. Yeah. Yeah. But this dude's also a dick. This Albert dude is like comes at Tony at the quarry. You know, and is basically learns that Tony is into Josefa, and so he goes and stakes claim.
0: Yeah, ugh, gross.
1: Totally gross. Um, Tony's friend Fernand is that the one who were they gonna? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He sets it up. So those yeah.
0: things are like kind of happening. They're literally happening simultaneously. She's being assaulted by this fucking creepo. Right. Well, Tony and Fernand and Josefa's dad are striking a deal to like, you'll help me with the farm. Oh, his uncle. Oh, that's right. It is her uncle. Yeah. Because so that later she can uh, (laughs) have, I don't know, romantic involvement with uh, her cousin.
1: Her cousin. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Because if it was her brother, that would be a bridge too far. Right. But yeah, it's pretty horrendous.
1: Um, But beautifully shot. She does not
0: want this. Yep, for sure.
1: (laughs) So yes, there's this drama that's happening throughout all of this movie, right? And um, For sure. There's a double wedding.
0: It's, i know what the fuck marie's like let's have a double wedding it will be ma- neighborly and save money it's like
1: yeah yo. and so then tony is sitting there morose mm-hmm. because he's marrying marie <laughs> yes and uh, and then albert's down there all jovial and Josefa is there not as morose but still not fucking thrilled to be marrying not this thrilled. dude um,
0: what was their wedding cake? It looked like a weird like pretzel, like a soft pretzel sculpture I with a little like, bride and groom on top.
1: I felt like they went to Dunkin Donuts and were like, we'll <laughs> just have a bunch of uh, just just glazed munchkins. Oh, my God. Uh, it, uh, that's what it looked like to me. It, it looked insane. like a tower of pastry, specifically yeah, donuts.
0: Totally a tower. But it had like it was holy. It wasn't like a mound.
1: Right. It was sculptural. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. With the little girl taking the bride and groom. There are all of these little touches Mm -hmm. that really kind of add to this, this realism, you know? Yeah. Um, Really beautiful shots. Very much these sort of like points of view that are uh, really natural.
0: Yeah, we're not zooming in and out. There's only like a couple of like, you know, right? Mo- like camera movements later. Like we're yeah. pretty much like on sticks. Not totally, but like we're pretty wide. We're like in two shots like
1: yeah. most yeah. of the
0: time. And then later we do a little bit of like zooming in on faces. But it's like then when that happens, it's like it's that much more effective because we're not doing that at all.
1: Right. Cause we're, 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 we're using those moments as punctuation. Um, mm-hmm. but there's only one animal actor in this movie. Oh. And it's that little dog at the train station.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> Do you remember? I don't think oh, I man. remember. There's no. this
1: little tiny dog that is so excited. And you only see him. (laughs) He's in the very beginning of the movie when the train Mm. arrives. I I was very taken by this little pup. Just bouncing around, waggly little tail. Who even knows whose dog it is? Like when they all start crossing the street or crossing the tracks, the dog just goes with them. Cute. He's a town dog. He's a little town dog. He looks like Wishbone. Remember that dog? Oh, yeah, I do like fraser's dad's dog oh yeah (laughs) Uh, i don't
0: remember him he's there
1: he's cute and he's realism Hmm. but yeah yeah so we uh, uh you know things ain't working for marie and tony because the uncle dies But before he dies, he says, Tony, I would really love it if you could be responsible for this, for Marie's, no, for Josefa's child. Really tall request. Yeah, like to be the
0: godfather. It's, this part of the movie is crazy too, because we are like, they're advancing things forward in time. Like by, you know, like she has a child, like Josefa has a child. Right. So it's like, there's shit happening but it's like the way we find out about it is in these like quick bits of dialogue right and it's like from like other people like townsfolk like talking to tony like not our main characters our main characters aren't saying like well now that i have a child it's like right. other people saying things about having a child and like we're finding out that albert is like you know constantly cheating on uh Hosefa. like we're like getting it from like these little bits right like it's not we don't have to see it right the progression we don't have, to have a big of, talk about it the
1: progression of time is mapped out incredibly well
0: yeah it's really good yeah. like this Based movie like just it's like propelled
1: by by easy simple clever dialogue yeah yeah
0: yeah there's no mid-film lag here it's like no. perfectly it, just, it moves done.
1: along nobody says there's no title card that says six months later
0: No. And there was like stuff cut out from this movie. Like when it wasn't doing well at the box office, they were Uh like, let's cut. I think it's like 28 minutes. And like, we don't know what that was. Right. We'll never know.
1: I don't think we need it. But I do like this version. Yeah. 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 This is great. Um, But also these, there are these folk singers who are sort of guiding us through the story as well. And they also work very transitionally. And in the end of the film, we it is noted th- in song that it was three years, basically, is what we've mm-hmm. what we've experienced. Uh, yeah, in Tony's timeline. Yeah. um and uh, mass massive drama between Tony and Marie when he is given the duty of the dead uncle who is now the now dead uncle.
0: And even for wanting to go to the funeral. That's when shit really hits the fan.
1: Right. Well, she is definitely feeling slighted and for good reason. And is like, no, we are married and you are now uh, financially responsible for this child. Should they be unable to take care of it? You know, like what about me? Uh, right. Re- and
0: Tony and Marie haven't had children, but she is like, I could, you know, right.
1: and like she's irony that will be the something. whole time. I love that whole scene. I love this is my favorite part of the movie are these scenes between them. My favorite acting moments are between mm-hmm. is this these moments when everything comes to a head between Tony and Marie. And I also love the relationship between Tony and Fernand um, while they're at work. Oh, yeah because it
0: really is like a sweet male friendship. Like they're talking yeah. about their feelings. Like, right. and they're, pretty they're, lovely. they're
1: set against that background of the quarry, which we all know yeah. I have a boner for. Um, yeah, but, um, so, uh, he leaves to go to the funeral. She runs after him. They have this exchange in the, in the woods and, he does say, well, I'm going to go just, I'm going to go this funeral real quick. And she's like, but now, you know, and she turns around, it's like the most melodramatic. She just does this turn that is like Hmm. almost humorous because it's just so over the top. But basically she's like, you know, you drowned those kittens way back when what
0: is that about
1: and that was disgusting to me basically i'm summarizing Mm -hmm. uh and she's like uh that's a cruel thing to do to a living thing and uh you know whatever happens to me you can just blame that on yourself she's basically threatening suicide which she attempts
0: yeah she's basically saying yeah and it's the most beautiful shot her on that boat standing up yeah, yeah, yeah. And jumping overboard, and we don't know what happens until later when she's being like pulled out, and she is alive. She and is this alive. This is her final straw. She's done with Tony. And it's so
1: good, you know. It's she, so good. She's like but no, everything
0: she says about it is like, oh my god, I love Marie.
1: It's so perfect. It's so logical. She is like, uh, they're taking her back. You know, they're taking her to you know to they're rescuing her and when she wakes up she basically says to tony like no no not you you're you're not you're not coming i I don't want you around and so he goes on his way and she's talking to fernand and in bed uh which was really weird because uh i i felt her convalesce moment (laughs) because when i watched Mm -hmm. this movie I was like just out of the hospital, yeah. And so I, it really triggered me back to that moment. Which, whatever, that's neither here nor there. Just a personal moment with the film, which I totally related to. And at the time, I was feeling very much like I had basically almost been drowned, but yeah, um, I could really it's relate. So
0: vulnerable,
1: yeah, and. She is basically like, I do not wish that man harm. But because Fernanda is taking bread to him and she says, take a liter a of wine also and a blanket. Like, I do not wish him harm, but I'm not going to be on this carousel anymore.
0: Yeah, which is like classic, like toxic relationship shit where it's like she's like if it he comes back it will start again and it will kill us both it's like this difference between like an abusive relationship and just like a toxic relationship where it's like right. there's just this mismatch of affection that like right just like is like eating her away because she loves him but right. he, and like he doesn't love her it's more like duty and like that doesn't feel good for no. someone To be just going along and getting along when, like, you feel real love for them.
1: It's heartbreaking. And and that's what I mean by her being the hero. And is that, like, Mm -hmm. she really does just, like, take herself out of a situation. And the rest of the movie is just totally fucking chaotic. And it's because everybody lets their emotions get the best of them. Yeah. You know, like, all logic is, like, out the door. Um, yeah. and that's where we come to this, the true crime moment of this when, um, Josipha and her cousin, uh hubba, hubba, uh, yeah. plot to steal, uh, money from Albert and be on their merry way. You know, Albert yeah. refers to his own child as a beast, Ugh. um,
0: and he's mean to a cat. There's another animal actor because I read cruel oh, to, right. the, to the Cat by Albert. Proof of shitheadness.
1: Proof of shitheadness. And um, <laughs> I do love the acting by that baby. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Very. All of that stuff is just very real, you know. Uh, yeah. They like what pin- did they do to <laughs> that? Maybe
0: to make it cry like that.
1: They pinched it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> they
1: Pinched that baby real hard. <laughs> Because that uh, baby
0: was upset.
1: That baby was fucking upset. That baby was like, don't call me a beast. Yeah. Uh, So, uh, Josipha is caught. Yes. uh, Taking the wallet. Taking the wallet, which she stole the key from around his neck. And he beats her. Ugh. Which is a much more visceral and much more present beating than the one yes. in uh I guess we will say real it looked it felt more real um yeah for sure with sound design and screams that just are uh, very yeah. mm, shivery yes so he beats her and then we have that like punctuating moment of the camera turning into something that is less real where she's Mm -hmm. almost breaking the fourth wall where she's pointing that gun at albert and we have this back and forth um close up between albert and Josefa, very hitchcock yeah it's Um, like
0: will she do it
1: and she does she will and um so now we have this dead body cousin is like bye-bye and yeah. tony is yeah, like cause yeah because they're
0: together at the like where the people that don't have homes live <laughs> like what is that place it's like tents like tent oh yeah houses. but
1: it, it seemed fine you know it seemed
0: nice yeah they have yeah. a fire going
1: right it's cute they're just camping
0: so, yeah, like, um, Tony, we know, has had a plan that he wants to run off to South America with Josefa. Like, he's just right. waiting for his moment. Yeah. And then Gabby, the cousin, lets him in on the fact that, like, this he has a plan like this and it's right. really happening. And, right. like, he needs Tony's motorbike to get it done.
1: Right. But things go sideways with a gun. And... uh but, oh, and
0: they hear the gunshot when they go to check on her because it's like Gabby is a punk ass bitch. Like yeah, you that gonna bitch to just let, to run away. Well, he was going to just let her do this whole thing, get the money. Yeah. Like do the whole thing without him. It's like, right. dude, if you want her and you want the money, which yeah. is like the two of y'all's inheritance, you as the. Right. Just you know, fucking
1: knock that bitch out. Just knock Albert out. You know yeah. what I mean? Do something like, else. Wait till he's he not home. He should have been and...
0: involved. Tony was like exasperated yeah. with his like lack right. of involvement in this plot. Right. And then and it's like they hear the gunshot.
1: Ugh. So anyway. Crazy. Uh, they, they set it up to make it look like uh, a suicide. And they... You know, Tony. So
0: Gabby takes off with the money, though.
1: Gabby takes off with the money. I I feel like they're both kind of like, whatever, get the fuck out of here, cousin.
0: Yeah, I would be like, give me half that money, you fucking stupid bitch. Like, but (laughs) Tony's just—that's not. He's in love, so his thoughts are just. Well, Gabby's lucky that
1: you weren't there.
0: I know. <laughs> oh my God. But he does drag when they hear the gunshot because they're like, they're outside. Yeah. For it.
1: Gabby is and like shitting a brick Gabby and he's like, I'm out of there. here. Yeah. Well, because
0: can you imagine? That moment was amazing because it's like, can you imagine like yeah. you're going up to, you know, this thing is happening, this uh, swiping of the wallet right. with this crazy fucker. Right. Uh, and so, like, you hear a gunshot. It's like, you don't know who's been shot, if anyone. Like, right. you don't know. So, like, thinking that, like, you're the love of your life or whatever could be in that house, shot dead, and then this scary right. man is there with a gun. Right. And just like, that's like a crazy moment. I felt that, like, right. viscerally. And it was a child nutty. involved. And a child, yes.
1: Right. And a cat.
0: Yeah. And a cat. And Who's a cat. also been manhandled very recently. An abused cat.
1: Yeah. And, you yeah. know, some ratatouille that is talked shit about too. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) You know, we're having ratatouille again.
0: I'm like, that sounds good.
1: Um, and so fresh
0: vegetables from the garden. Come on.
1: uh, Fresh vegetables. Get them out of my face. Um, (laughs) so they pose, they, 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 they put Tony takes the body and puts it in the woods and is, trying to make it look like it's a suicide and he's Ugh, he's caught discovered by a, he's discovered by a cop and oh my god
0: that was so stressful and of course it's small town so like the cop like right.
1: knows him it's he's, like no
0: let him just live right fuck he's, this guy he's
1: escorting him and tony bolts and uh Josefa, uh is like, I can't let him, you know, she catches wind that he has confessed to the murder and she says, no, no, I am not going to let him take the rap for this. So she turns herself in. Um, and then farmer Joe, farmer grapevine, uh, farmer vineyard, uh, is, is put on duty and told, uh, if, if Tony passes by this way, which is on the railroad tracks, which was oh, beautiful, the way by way of which he has arrived. Amazing scenes, yep. amazing shots, beautiful, beautiful, climactic uh, moments. And uh, this fucking asshole is told, you stand here. You If Tony comes by, do not shoot him, but keep him here. But fucking Far- Farmer Vineyard. <laughs> does in fact shoot Tony dead and Ugh. there is a tragic oh. tragic tragic <laughs> tragic so sad and Fernand sad.
0: comes along and then yes. he like dies in his arms as yes. Fernand's like yes. sending him like uh. sweet lovely tales about like imagine Josefa and like it, yes this is how you're gonna feel and like yes. oh my god what a sweetie
1: and, and uh, yeah and then uh, I love
0: a tender male friendship moment they never happen
1: They never happen. They do, but, you know, they're kind of... Rare.
0: They're rare.
1: They're rare, and, like, um, they're not noted. Yeah. Uh, But this is a great one, and it is very sad. And um, another train full of immigrants arrives.
0: Yeah. It's like, here's the cycle beginning again with the hopefuls, hoping that their whole lives are... You know, they're about to live whole lives with all this sh- crazy shit that happens in a life.
1: Yeah. And we'll never know what happened to that dog.
0: No, we won't. Or the cat,
1: to be. <sighs> or the I cat. Mean,
0: the cat's going to be all alone because presumably Hosefa's is going to go to jail.
1: <sighs> yeah. I bet you she'll probably get an easy, easy rap, you know?
0: Yeah. And then is Gabby going to come back, that little bitch?
1: Fuck that guy. I'm going to tell you this, that goldfish, that goldfish, yeah. that goldfish <laughs> that's hanging <laughs> from in that the devil as a woman. I bet you it died on set. Oh, it totally did. Yeah. It Damn did. Damn it.
0: Maybe even the duck. Who knows?
1: I feel like the duck was probably fed the goldfish.
0: Oh my God.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Ugh. Um... This is a perfect movie. Love it. The Devil is a Woman is a fun movie. Uh Uh-huh. This is a perfect
1: movie. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's very beautiful. It's dark, but it's very poetic. And it is very, uh, yeah, I can't imagine it being 28 minutes longer.
0: No, it's perfect. And I don't need it to
1: be 28 minutes longer.
0: And He, like, so Renoir was the one to, like, cut the other version. So it's not like we're seeing some, like, censor-mangled film. It's like he did choose this version also. Right. But, yeah. Yeah. We just don't know what we don't know, except for, I think there's, like, a still from the movie that's some shit that we didn't see. And I think it's more of that, like, by the tense moments with the singing. Right. So... That makes sense.
1: Just like that, tighten it up. That okay. So listen, that whole thing, those people, those people out in the woods, that all of it does feel what you said, very sixties, which is the same mm-hmm. thought that I had, and yeah. the 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 women are very, they're they're styled very naturally. Mm-hmm. You know, when you think of nineteen thirties, you think of this like high glamour, yeah, and there's nothing. I mean, this movie is glamorous, but like by default.
0: Yeah, because it, of like the uh, rich black and white,
1: the way it shot,
0: yeah, yeah,
1: the women have these like very like could be any era kind of uh, mm-hmm. attire, and and those those people at the fire felt very hippie to me. Yeah, you totally. Know? So it bohemian does bohemian for sure. It does have this, like, very 60s vibe to it, but it's 1935.
0: Way ahead of its time.
1: Way ahead of its time. Um, It's
0: fucking perfect.
1: And it's beautiful.
0: Yeah, I'm into it. What else have you been
1: into? I watched Batman Returns recently. Oh. A big old rewatch, which actually has a very similar aesthetic to a Von Sternberg movie. Because it's very I'm much. To remember. So that is like so set. On a set that is a set set set.
0: Yeah, it's I very, remember that about it.
1: It's very and it's all very like tight. You're supposed to be in this big giant city, and you know Tim Burton has the whole thing on a soundstage, and it's like fake snow. Yeah. Uh, it's mm. going for a real comic book aesthetic. All, this movie has more. looks more like a comic book than any like Marvel movie or any of these new ones that are all. Oh, know. and
0: her apartment. I love that movie. Actually,
1: it's great. And it, uh, it you know, Gotham looks like Metropolis, the movie Metropolis.
2: Yeah. yeah and it also sure.
1: looks very von Sternberg with all of everything jam packed in it, mm-hmm. and like high, high, high characterization, high camp, high everything so yeah watched Ooh. that watched oh man I've watched a lot Class of Newcomb High it's a Tromaville okay. release grody funny yeah. it's seen it <laughs> 8 million times but rewatched that recently um Cherry videos from the late 80s early 90s mm. experimental okay. stuff uh, green screen stuff um cool she's just cool in general yeah um I've seen a lot of like just in passing kind of Turner classic movie stuff I saw a movie last night with Betty Davis can't remember the name of it but she plays a woman who's trying to get her career back on track it's an older Betty Davis. It's like from the mm. 1950s. Very melodramatic. Wasn't that great. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I've been watching lots. Cool. What about you?
0: Uh, I watched... So I bought tickets to Lives of Performers, which is this dancer-turned-filmmaker Yvonne Rainer's mm-hmm. movie. They were doing like a little thing at Metrograph. And like the motherfucking train i literally like it's it should be a half an hour from my house it's like a straight shot right i was like the movie and i like always leave early i gave myself so like more than 45 minutes to get there right the train fucked up i missed the movie so God i watched it at it. home i rented it out i had to pay 5 more dollars that's bullshit it was so whack but it's it's good like i think she's an interesting character more than i enjoy actually watching The films, like Uh she is like a feminist filmmaker that is went from like dance to filmmaking because she like was like, I've done as much as I can with dance, like straight up performance. Um, And I was intrigued about like what it would be like about the creative process, because there are people dancing in the film, but it's not really it's more like a collage film where, like, some of the moments are just, like, you're looking down at a page of, like, a, like the film plotted out. And then there's, like, people speaking over it about, like, interpersonal issues, you know? Yeah. But it yeah. is, like, she's an interesting figure. And I, like, want to see more of her yeah. films for sure. She has one that's called Privilege, and it explores menopause uh-huh. and domestic abuse oh. and racism. Like, she's, like, taking on heavy... yeah hitters but it's like shit that like especially for the 70s but even now it's like we don't talk about menopause we don't like that
2: Uh, so it's like
0: yeah she's an interesting filmmaker and it was definitely like an interesting i'm glad i watched it um Mm -hmm. but it's not the most exciting piece of cinema you know Mm -hmm. there are some like interesting moments but it's basically performance art
1: yeah i have and on yeah i have I did get halfway through. I am halfway through rewatching the first season of True Blood. And mm. it's much better than I remember. The acting is amazing. <gasps> oh, and maybe I
0: would do that. I could rewatch that.
1: Also, I likened. Um, so, Sookie has her ability in which she has to really challenge herself to not read people's minds. Oh, yeah. She talks about how annoying it is. And I really likened that to how that's like that's basically social media
0: oh sure like everything
1: is just noise Mm -hmm. nobody can keep a thought to themselves and so we are all sookies
2: just reading each other's
1: fucking thoughts and it's like man it's like there's no mystery about anything anymore Oh, that's true. That's where I have taken that Or there's just, like,
0: so much fakery that you can see through that shit, too. It's, like, I think we've all become much more intuitive. And it's, like, Mm -hmm. some of the people – it's, like, some people on social media, I think they do just kind of, like, spew their guts. And, like, those Mm -hmm. are the most – like, even if they're not, like, posting all the time, but, like, when they post, it's true. It's, like, something to them. And then I do – like, see people that, like, I know in real life that I'm just, like, oh, you're, like, just doing this thing. This isn't even real. Like, what's the point? Like, who Mm -hmm. do you think is, like, buying into this and for what? Like, Mm -hmm. look And it's, like, I've definitely, like, not been posting much besides about, like, work shit because it's just, like... And even that, it's, like, I've had, like, a bit of, like, an itchiness about the whole thing lately because I I just do see people...
1: I'm at using a it. I'm at like I'm I'm kind of fed up with it. Yeah. It's never been my most favorite thing in the world, but right mm-hmm. now I am just sort of like, I can't even deal with this. This this monster that has been created.
0: I do like keeping up with people that I really know and then like being inspired by like Things that other people are into and like sharing, like, I mean, honestly, like, look at how much movie shit is on there. It's like, I definitely right. am like, whoa, what the fuck is that movie? Well,
1: yeah, and I mean, when, nice you're, for that. when you're passing on information, it's one thing. But when you're just fucking blabbing about yourself, it's like, who gives a shit?
0: Yeah, it's like image building like how the studios did for their stars back in the day it's like it's not real i'm like why are you building an image that's like not true to you it's like that to me is very like youthful and also like very easily detected at this point in like human evolution where i'm just like you really think that i'm like buying this i'm i don't buy this right weak but yeah yeah, weak. I think. But I don't know. Maybe people think that about me too, and it's like I don't care enough to like cultivate right. an image. Right. Right. Like I just, but I mean, I do post like my outfit most days, but that's just like I just think it's fun. Yeah. I like the continuity that's of it. it. Like, yeah, it's very simple. It's like yeah. I'm not saying like. Anything about myself besides that this is what I look like today? If you see me in the world, I will also be wearing
1: this, right? And if somebody wants to take long to take a photo, either that. What's that? If somebody wants to create a narrative about it, then Godspeed, right? You know, yeah.
0: I mean, it definitely like I like I missed line dancing a couple of weeks, even though I was in town because like I just wasn't feeling well. I've been going through like a weird. I did literally get sick, but then I also. I just like, yeah, I'm feeling itchy about people in general. I guess like I'm protecting my energy pretty hardcore right now. Like there's something up.
1: Right. Yeah. I'm I did talk to our friend Lisa, yeah.
0: who's an astrologer, and it explains yeah. some of why. Yeah. Also,
1: I'm on edge, um, but I'm not trying to let it affect me. Uh, just right. with all of this drag ban anti-trans stuff. Yeah. You know, like, uh, nobody really is, uh, considering this to me, it seems like nobody really is considering this a very big deal, you know, especially oh. in the world of social media. It's like, nobody's really jumping on and saying like, Hey, guess what? <laughs> this fucking is scary as fuck.
0: Yeah. I've seen some like somebody tell me, for sure. I had
1: somebody say to me, but you're not a drag queen
0: oh my god it's like that's that, it's not like, really uh, what it's about
1: do you really think that that's yeah this is uh it, it's it's a made-up problem like like i said earlier it's a fucking made-up problem drag queens do not affect your life and drag right, queens an do not yeah drag queens do not affect your children's life if you don't like drag queens you don't let your children uh, engage with drag queens you know but yeah. here's the thing the shit that they think is uh is uh cra- is, is, is is uh inappropriate like uh, basically what drag queens do when they are in a bar or a club is they perform songs by pop divas and it is those performances are inspired by the content that support the songs that they are performing to so right Yeah, your kids are not going to bars or clubs, and drag queens (laughs) are not bringing that material to a drag story hour. They're literally reading kids' books to your kids. So long story short, if your kids want to know what drag queens are doing in a bar or club, they'll watch the video of the actual performer who is... Uh, doing it on YouTube or you know what I mean it's like
0: right it's not going to be like they're going to the club
1: no no they have access to all of the material and more and more gratuitous and more explicit content from the moment that anyone like smacks an iPad in a child's hand and says don't fucking talk to me right now I'm only your parent (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know when I want, you know what I mean. It's like,
0: yeah, for sure. Your
1: children have access to media that is much worse than even what a drag queen is doing in a bar or club. So you're making right. shit up. You're making shit. I mean, shit
0: it harkens up. back to the Hayes Code. It's like all oh, mm-hmm. we're like in this period that's not dissimilar from like the early like the '30s, basically as a whole. Mm-hmm. And it's like there's got to be some kind of like. You know, rebellion to get things to where they're not so restrictive. Like I don't know, it just doesn't. Whatever they think they're doing, it's like not doing. But we know that they have different ideas about. Right. Like their ultimate goal is not to um, ban drag. It's something worse.
1: Yeah, it's something much worse. So they can't stand them. that drag has become an a viable commodity. Right. It's like, why are you mad that RuPaul has made a fortune and an empire on drag and fracking? Because how
0: dare a dare a queer person make money when it could be a white man. Yeah. That's why. It's like it's fucking simple. They're
1: just so afraid of what they think is being stolen from them, which is absolutely nothing. Their yeah, lives, absolutely nothing their, their lives. Fine. Yeah, your life is not being affected and you know it. Yeah, so
0: yeah, but anyway. they what they know is that they can convince the people that follow them that their lives will be affected exactly in some true way. That's right. what it is. They know that they're not actually being <laughs> fucked with, but I don't it doesn't know matter why if they can convince nobody others. ever
1: calls them out on that pure and simple fact. Like, you know, better than this, you know, all of you people who have like authored these bills, you know, for a fact that this is not a problem, but right, that you're not being you infringed are upon just trying to look like you are trying to control a situation that you consider to be evil.
0: Yeah. wackadoo. Wackadoo. Fuck them. Well, what else I've been watching besides this very high-flutin' performance art uh-huh. film, feminist film, is uh, *Jersey Shore* because you have uh, negatively uh-huh. influenced me to consume Negative. pure lovely trash. <laughs> and now I'm gonna go to the Jersey Shore and get bites. <clears throat> I'm gonna get super fucking wasted. Like I'm negatively influenced. I'm turned.
1: You're welcome. Thank you. Don't I get, love it. Don't They're get punched insane. in the face.
0: Dude, they, how did they uh, – what kind of contract did they sign that they are just, like, allowed to f- beat the shit out of their fellow – their roommates?
1: I don't know. Wait, where? how much of it have you watched?
0: Five seasons. Holy
1: shit, that is so <laughs> Like, much. in the
0: background, I've, like, yeah, yeah. missed some. Right. Like, i fall asleep to it now uh oh my god I it's your new friend in the swamp well they're my new friends this is how i love to live though like yeah, this yeah. is like my prefer like i just like to live with something and yeah. then like fully mama like everyone i talk right. to i'm talking about jersey shore like i yeah. am i love paulie dee's my favorite
1: well i haven't even finished the first season because i don't I I tend to not watch things in the background. I always like sit down and watch something. Um, Yeah, but But you've
0: seen it before, right? This is a rewatch.
1: Well, I had never watched the first season, and so I had so good. I had seen um, like the second season, and I saw when they went to Italy, and I love God. I I do love I do love Dina. Um, Oh yeah, Dina's great. And um, bisexual queen. And I, yeah, I just wanted to see like how it all started, and I think that yeah, that show wonderful. definitely gets a bad rap. You know, I mean, it is because trash.
2: It's they're totally, insane. it's totally
1: trash. But like, I I think I even said it the last time we talked. But like, you can tell that they just like each other.
0: Yes, they have real connection. I mean, a I have no connection. idea
1: what's going on now, like how much no, of No, they're is... still
0: going.
1: I know, and that family vacation shit. Yeah. But I don't... Ronnie's I
0: out, uh, okay. Sammy Sweetheart is out. Right, ronnie was into it for a little while but sammy's out and like honestly the way that ronnie was with her it's like yeah get the fuck out of oh there. yeah that, that dude's like, disgusting dude, abusive like, narcissistic fucking douche
1: well they like out of the gate it was like man how insecure are both of these people that like they started dating That's true. and immediately it was like fight yeah it was basically like they're like we're pretty much, we are pretty much together. We're pretty much in love, which to them may- meant like, it's time to put the gloves on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and just start fighting.
0: Yeah. I mean, she's like classic early 20s insecure he's like Mm -hmm. manipulative as fuck and then he goes Mm -hmm. like what i'm in love like watch watch me cry and be so upset like that this happened and like she even like she punches him in the face and it's fucking gnarly and not okay but like to me it's like he like pushes so much with this like puppy dog shit and then we'll just like call you a bitch and like say the worst shit ever but then kind of like Then be like, okay, now I'm not talking to you. It's like it's classic abusive shit, like classic, classic. It's really hard for me in particular to watch it.
1: Gets in a mad fucking fight on the fucking boardwalk and then is like, that was your fault.
0: Yeah, it was your fault. Yeah, Yeah. own that. And it's like so when she punched him, I was shook. But I also was like, well, I can see how you could get there. Never punched a lover in the face, but um, I can't. I can understand why she did
1: when does she do that? Fuck
0: Ronnie. Is
1: that in season when one?
0: It's in season... They're in Jersey. Maybe like...
1: Maybe after... The season
0: before they go to Italy?
1: Okay. Is it in Miami?
0: No. I think okay. it's in the shore. Because I think it goes Jersey Shore, Miami, Jersey Shore, Italy. They yeah. go from Italy straight back to Jersey. Yeah. Like okay. no time skip. Right. Right. Because I think they go to Miami because they knew they had lightning in a bottle. So, like, they filmed, like, when it was still cold out. So they shot, like, two seasons, like, every year, basically.
1: That's crazy. At least. Just to, like, because
0: we were hungry for it. Though I didn't know to be hungry for it. I was, like, above it.
1: Right. Like, I just remember seeing, because I was watching a lot of daytime television at that job that I had where it was mostly downtime. (laughs) <laughs> and mm. i was literally watching daytime television at work uh just seeing lots of like entertainment tonight and tmz like Snooky does it again yeah yeah that kind yeah. of shit
0: i mean she gets herself in loads of trouble my god yeah loads and this week i don't know you probably don't follow vanderpump rules But there's a huge scandal. I'm aware.
1: I'm aware of it. I've seen a couple of episodes and (laughs) those people gross me out.
0: It's like some Jersey Shore shit, but I have been following it. I just, since we've been on the phone, I've gotten several messages from my friend Star being Uh like, that are TikTok videos about the latest in the scandal. Uh So I did catch up with them. And this season is good. I dipped out for a few seasons, but Uh they are fucking fascinating. And this scandal is. Outrageous, like the Ooh. biggest thing to happen in gossip.
1: Well, I'll have to look it up.
0: Well, it's so like this couple has been together for nine years. They have like a friend that's also their their friend's ex. Okay. They've been together nine years. They're friends with this girl. They kind of took her in after she had like her relationship blow up. Uh-huh. And uh she was rumored to like be involved with this other guy. And they've been playing into that this season because it's someone else's ex husband. But like turns out that she has been having an affair with her friend's partner of nine years oh, for like shit. seven months.
1: Ooh. Who? Which people? And what? Which what are their names?
0: Okay, so it's Tom is the man and he's a douche, apparently. Though uh-huh. I was like, ooh, he kinda looks hot this season. The super no, groomed one. What?
1: Super groomed
0: very groomed right. tom sandoval he's in like a cover band oh god he's a fucking goop he's kind of like trying to pull like a harry styles thing
1: okay. kind of
0: like sequin pants and shit right okay. uh and then ariana is his girlfriend of nine years okay I, like kn-
1: I know all of the names hot. and if i see their faces i'll puke and then raquel
0: but- is the last one the brunette that he's okay been having an affair with for seven months and she's like kind of like a pathetic dopey character on the show like oh, she oh. is often referred to as like dim-witted oh, and ariana's man. like definitely the one that's like the least trashy like the most like us you know okay. like she's the one that everyone loves because she's like smart right. and like not totally in the mud like they are but like she still right. is friends with these people like she's not that above it right <laughs> So, yeah, it's like I've been consuming so much bullshit about this show, but it yeah. is riveting.
1: I mean, talk about neorealism.
0: I know, right? This is the neorealism yeah. of the 19 or the 2020s. Stassi. Yep, that's another one. Yeah. It's always been a statement, spicy ass show. Statement but it got necklaces.
1: Like, oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> That's what I know of that show, is that a woman named Stassi tried to start a business selling statement necklaces.
0: Well, she's a horrible racist, so she got kicked off the show. Good. Bye. Bye. I mean, way after the fact, when, like, everyone was getting canceled.
1: Right. Well, speaking of getting canceled, you're at Womanhood, and you're Caroline.
0: Uh (laughs) (laughs) And you're Paul, and you're at You Don't Want to Go In There, and we are release underscore pod on instagram and we are release.pictures on the internet www.release.pictures
1: uh, we're wrapping up and we're happy 30s. to talk to you yeah we'll be back yeah,
0: we're getting into the 30s see you soon Bye-bye. bye bye bye